Hi Incredibles, welcome to the podcast Bookbee. Here you listen short stories, brief book summaries, book reviews and some personal development habits and tips through books. So how are you? Hope you all are sound and safe at your house. So I'm back with the second chapter of the book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. But before we begin with the next chapter, let's recall what we have learned in the first chapter. The treasure house is within you. Look within for the answers to your heart's desire. The great secret possessed by the great men of all ages was their ability to contact and release the powers of their subconscious mind. You can do the same. Your subconscious has the answer to all problems. If you suggest to your subconscious prior to sleep, I want to get up at 6 a.m., it will awaken you at that exact time. Your subconscious mind is the builder of your body and can heal you. Lull yourself to sleep every night with the idea of perfect health and your subconscious, being your faithful servant, will obey you. Every thought is a cause and every condition is an effect. If you want to write a book, write a wonderful play. Give a better talk to your audience, then convey the idea lovingly and feelingly to your subconscious mind, and it will respond accordingly. You are like a captain navigating a ship. He must give the right orders, and likewise, you must give the right thoughts and images to your subconscious mind, which controls and governs all your experiences. Never use the terms, I can't afford it, or I can't do this. Your subconscious mind takes you at your word and says to it that you don't have the money or the ability to do what you want to do. Affirm, I can do all things through the power of my subconscious mind. The law of the law of life is the law of belief. A belief is a thought in your mind. Don't believe in things to harm or hurt you. Believe in the power of your subconscious to heal, inspire, strengthen and prosper you. According to your belief, is it done unto you? Change your thoughts and you change your destiny. Second chapter. How your own mind works. You have a mind and you should learn how to use it. We have discussed that there are two levels of your mind. The conscious one and the subconscious one. You think with your conscious mind and whatever we habitually think sinks down into our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is the seat of our emotions and is the creative mind. If we think good, good will follow. If we think evil, evil will follow. This is the way our mind works. The main point is to remember is, once the subconscious mind accepts an idea, it begins to execute it. It's an interesting and subtle truth that the law of subconscious mind works for good and bad ideas alike. This law, when applied in a negative way, is the cause of failure, frustration and unhappiness in the life. However, when our habitual thinking is harmonious and constructive, we experience perfect health, success and prosperity. Whatever we claim mentally and feel as true, our subconscious mind will accept and bring forth into our experience. The only thing necessary for us to do is to get your, our subconscious mind to accept our idea. Now, in this chapter, author differentiates between the terms conscious and subconscious. 
we must remember that uh, these two are not two minds they are merely two spheres of activity within one mind our conscious mind is the reasoning mind it is that phase of mind which chooses for example we choose our books home and our partners in life we make all our decisions with the conscious mind where on the other hand our heart kept keep functioning automatically and the process of digestion circulation and breathing are carried on by our subconscious mind this doesn't have any conscious control our subconscious mind accepts what is impressed upon it or what we consciously believe our subconscious mind is like the soil which accepts any kind of seed good or bad our thoughts are active and might be likened unto seeds negative and destructive thoughts continue to work negatively in our subconscious mind and in due time will forth into outer experience which corresponds with them innumerable experiments have been conducted by psychologists on the persons in the hypnotic state they have shown that the subconscious mind is incapable of making selections and comparisons they have shown repeatedly that our subconscious mind will accept any suggestions however false to illustrate how our mind how our subconscious mind reacts to the suggestions practiced hypnotist suggests to one of his subjects that is napoleon bonaparte or even a cat or a dog he will act out the part with inimitable accuracy his personality becomes changed for the time being he believes himself to be whatever the operator tells him he is a skilled hypnotist may suggest to one of his students in the hypnotic state that his back itches to another that his nose is bleeding to another that he is a marble statue to another that he is freezing and the temperature is below zero each one will follow out the line of his particular suggestion totally oblivious to all his surroundings which don't pertain to his idea these simple illustrations portray clearly that the differences between your conscious reasoning mind and your subconscious mind which is impersonal non-selective and accepts as true whatever your conscious mind believes to be true hence the importance of selecting thoughts ideas and premises which bless heal inspire and fill your soul with joy further the author uh, differentiate the terms objective and subjective mind your conscious mind is sometimes referred to as your objective mind because it deals with the outward objects the objective mind takes cognizance of the objective world its media of observation are your five physical senses your objective mind is your guide and director in your contact with your environment you gain knowledge through your five senses your objective mind learns thought observation experience and education we have previously pointed out that the greatest function of the objective mind is that of suppose uh, you are one of the thousands of tur- tourists who come to los angeles annually you would come to the conclusion that it's a beautiful city based upon your observation of the parks pretty gardens majestic buildings and lovely homes this is the working of your objective mind whereas your subconscious mind is often times referred to as your subjective mind your subjective mind takes cognizance of its environment it is not dependent on five senses your subjective mind perceives by intuition it is the seat of your emotion and the storehouse of memory
Your highest functions when your objective senses are in a sleepy, drowsy state. Your subjective mind sees without the use of the natural organs of vision. The subconscious mind can't reason like our conscious. Your subconscious mind can't argue controversially. Hence, if you give it a wrong suggestion, it will accept accept them as true and will proceed to bring them to pass as conditions, experiences, and events. All things that have happened to you are based on thoughts impressed on your subconscious mind through belief. Now, let us understand the tremendous power of suggestion. The conscious mind is the watchman at the gate to protect your subconscious mind from false impressions. You are now aware of one of the basic laws of mind. That is, your subconscious mind is amenable to suggestion. As you know, your subconscious mind doesn't make comparisons or contrasts. Neither does it reason and think things out for itself. This latter function belongs to your conscious mind. It simply reacts to the impressions given to it by your conscious mind. It doesn't show a preference for one course of action over another. The following is a classical example of the tremendous power of suggestion. Suppose you approach a timid-looking passenger on board ship and say to him something like this. You look very ill. How pale you are. I feel certain you are going to be seasick. Let me help you to your cabin. The passenger turns pale. Your suggestion of seasickness associates itself with his own fears and forebodings. He accepts your aid down to the berth and there your negative suggestion, which was accepted by him, is realized. Well, there are different reactions to the same suggestions. Pathetically, my dear fellow, you are looking very ill. Ain't you feeling sick? You look to me as you are going to be seasick. According to his temperament, he either laughs at your joke or expresses a mild irritation. Your suggestion fell on deaf ears in this instance because your suggestion of seasickness was associated in his mind with his own immunity from it. He didn't uh, believe at all on your suggestion that he's going to be seasick or he's looking pale. He just laughed at your joke and he didn't took it. He didn't accept it mentally. So, these were the suggestions uh, that we often get uh, from others. Suggestions have no power in within themselves until we believe them. Now, let us understand ke how auto-suggestions can help us overcome. Here, the author has given uh, an example of a girl. She was uh, giving auditions for almost uh, three times and she didn't got selected. A young singer was invited to give it. This young lady had a very good voice. But she had been saying to herself, When the time comes for me to sing, maybe they won't like me. I'll try, but I'm full of fear and anxiety. Her subconscious mind accepted these negative auto-suggestions as a request and proceeded to manifest them and bring them into her experience. She overcame it by the following technique. Three times a day, she isolated herself in a room. She sat down comfortably in an armchair, relaxed her body and closed her eyes. She stilled her mind and body as best she could. Physical inertia favors mental passivity and renders the mind more receptive to suggestion. She contracted the fear suggestion by saying to herself, I sing beautifully. I am poised 
serene, confident and calm. She repeated this statement slowly, quietly and with feeling from five to ten times at each sitting. She had three such sittings every day and one immediately prior to sleep. At the end of a week, she was completely poised and confident. When the invitation to audition came, she gave a remarkable, wonderful audition. Next, let us see how a woman restored her memory. A woman was in the habit of saying to herself, okay, I'm losing my memory. She reversed the procedure and practiced the auto-suggestion several times a day as follows. My memory from today on is improving in every department. I shall always remember whatever I need to know at every moment of time and point of space. The impressions received will be clearer and more definite. I shall retain them automatically and with ease. Whatever I wish to recall will immediately present itself in the correct form in my mind. I am improving rapidly every day and very soon my memory will be better than it has ever been before. At the end of three weeks, her memory was back to normal and she was delighted. Now, let us see the constructive and destructive power of suggestion. But before, get clear with the term heterosuggestion. Heterosuggestion means suggestions from another person. Get affected by the suggestions of others. Suggestions may be used to discipline and control ourselves, but it can also be used to take control and command over others who don't know the laws of mind. In its constructive form, it's wonderful and magnificent. In its negative aspects, it's one of the most destructive of all response patterns of the mind, resulting in patterns of misery, failure, suffering, sickness and disaster. Tell me, have you accepted any of these? Like from infancy on, the majority of us have been given many negative suggestions. Like you can't do this, you will never amount to anything, you must not do this, you will fail, you, have got a, you haven't got a chance, you are all wrong, it's of no use, it's not what you know but who you know. It's no use trying so hard or you are too old now to do this or to, uh, you are too young to do this. You just can't win. You can't trust us all. All these are negative statements which has formed a negative pattern in our mind and so in our life. As an adult, until and unless we don't use our constructive auto-suggestions, we can't overcome these negative statements. Our constructive auto-suggestions will work as a reconditioning therapy for us. The impressions made on us in the past can cause behavior patterns that cause failure in our personal and social life. Auto-suggestion is a means releasing you from the mass of negative verbal conditioning that might otherwise distort your life pattern, making the development of good habits difficult. The main purpose of heterogeneous suggestions was to control you or instill fear into you. The heterosuggestion process goes on in every home, office, factory and club. If you pick up a paper any day, you will read dozens of items that could sow the seeds of futility, fear, worry, anxiety and impending doom. If you ac accept these thoughts, you can overcome these thoughts by giving yourselves a auto-suggestion constructive auto-suggestion.
okay in my personal opinion i usually stay away from the news uh, yeah uh, many says okay you should read newspaper you will get to know what's going on in society but these days the papers are getting filled with uh, getting stained with only uh, much of the negative news so i usually avoid uh, reading news papers or watching news but what do i do is okay you'll get the news anyhow in any of the different form maybe late but you'll get it so there's no need to worry to keep on on every news and better i would suggest that you love reading newspapers so go with the newspapers that show very less amount of negative news or else um, like skip the topics uh, which are destructive news it might help in this way to get away from the destructive statements suggestions uh it was my personal view uh later it depends upon you shin he says a relative of mine went to a crystal gazer in india who told him that he had a bad heart and predicted that he would die at the next new moon he began to tell all members of his family about this prediction and he arranged his will this powerful suggestion entered into his subconscious mind because he accepted it completely my relative also told me that this crystal gazer was believed to have some strange occult powers and he could do harm or good to a person he died as predicted not knowing that he was the cause of his own death i suppose many of us have heard similar stupid ridiculous superstitious stories Let us look at what happened in the light of our knowledge of the way the subconscious mind works. Whatever the conscious reasoning mind of a man believes, the subconscious mind will accept and act upon. My relative was happy, healthy, vigorous and robust when he went to see the fortune teller. She gave him a very negative suggestion which he accepted. He became terrified and constantly dwelt upon the fact that he was going to die at the next new moon. He proceeded to tell everyone about it and he prepared for the end. The activity took place in his own mind and his thought was the cause. He brought all his own so-called death or rather destruction of the physical body by his fear and expectation of the end. The woman who predicted his death had no more power than the stones and sticks in the field. Her suggestion had no power to create or bring about the end she suggested. If he had known the loss of his mind he would have completely rejected the negative suggestion and refused to give her words any attention Well the suggestions of others in themselves have absolutely no power whatever over you except the power that you give them through your own thoughts You have to give your mental consent you have to entertain the thought then it becomes your thought and you do the thinking Remember you have the capacity to choose choose life choose love choose health your subconscious mind is all wise and knows the answers to all questions it doesn't argue with you or talk back to you it doesn't say you must not impress me with that for example when you say i can't do this i'm too old now i can't meet this obligation i was born on the wrong side of the tracks i don't know the right politician you are impregnating your subconscious with these negative thoughts and it responds accordingly you are actually blocking your own good 
thereby bringing lack, limitation and frustration into your life. When you set up obstacles, impediments and delays in your conscious mind, you are denying the wisdom and intelligence resident in your subconscious mind. You are actually saying in effect that your subconscious mind can't solve your problem. This leads to mental and emotional congestion, followed by sickness and neurotic tendencies. To realize your desire and overcome your frustration, affirm boldly several times a day. The infinite intelligence which gave me this desire leads, guides and reveals to me the perfect plan for the unfolding of my desire. I know the deeper wisdom of my subconscious is now responding and what I feel and claim within is expressed in the without. There is a balance, equilibrium and equanimity. If you say there is no way out, I am lost, there is no way out of this dilemma, you will get no answer or response from your subconscious mind. If you want the subconscious to work for you, give it the right request and attain its cooperation. It's always working for you. It's controlling your heartbeat this minute and also your breathing. It heals a cut on your finger and its tendency is lifeward, forever seeking to take care of you and preserve you. Your subconscious has a mind of its own, but it accepts your patterns of thought and imagery. When you are seeking an answer to a problem, your subconscious will respond, but it expects you to come to a decision and to a true judgment in your conscious mind. You must acknowledge the answer is in your conscious mind. However, if you say, I don't think there is any way out, I'm all mixed up and confused. Why don't I get an answer? You're neutralizing your prayer. I'm repeating this. However, if you say, I don't think there is any way out. I'm all mixed up and confused. Why don't I get an answer? By saying these sentences, you're actually neutralizing your prayers. Still, the wheels of your mind relax, let go and quietly affirm. My subconscious knows the answer. It's responding to me now. I give thanks because I know the infinite intelligence of my subconscious knows all things and is revealing the perfect answer to me now. My real conviction is now setting free the majesty and glory of my subconscious mind. I rejoice that it is so. Let us review the highlights of second chapter. Think good and good follows. Think evil and evil follows. You are what you think all day long. Your subconscious mind doesn't argue with you. It accepts what your conscious mind decrees. If you say, I can't afford it, it may be true, but don't say it. Select a better thought. I'll buy it. I accept it in my mind. You have the power to choose. Choose health and happiness. You can choose to be friendly or you can choose to be unfriendly. Choose to be cooperative, joyous, friendly, lovable and the whole world will respond. This is the best way to develop a wonderful personality. Your subconscious mind is the watchman at the gate. Its chief function is to protect your subconscious mind from false impressions. Choose to believe that something good can happen and is happening now. Your greatest power is your capacity to choose. Choose happiness and dependence. The suggestions and statements of others have no power to hurt you. The only power is the movement of your own thought. You can choose to reject the thoughts of others and affirm the good. You have the power to choose how you will react.
what what you say you have to account for every idle word never say i will fail i'll lose my job i can't pay the rent your subconscious can't take a joke it brings all these things to pass your mind is not evil no force of nature is evil it depends how you use the powers of nature use your mind to bless heal and inspire all people everywhere never say i can't overcome that fear by substituting the following i can do all things through the power of my subconscious mind begin to think now from the standpoint of the eternal truths and principles of life and not from the standpoint of fear ignorance and superstition don't let others do your thinking for you choose your own thoughts and make your own decisions you are the captain of your soul soul in the sense of subconscious mind and the master of your fate remember you have the capacity to choose choose life choose love choose health choose happiness whatever your conscious mind assumes and believes to be true your subconscious mind will accept and bring to pass believe in good fortune divine guidance right action and all the blessings of life congratulations you have a stick till the end now you would be wondering why i am congratulating you because there are few people who love to spend their time with books to learn something new and to grow in their lives and you are one one among those you are one among those so congratulations for invent investing your okay. so congratulations for investing your time to learn something new otherwise you would have wasted your time in somewhere else meet you in the next episode till then take care of yourself Keep reading, keep learning, keep growing. Bye-bye, see you in the next episode.